Welcome to the Change Your Latitude podcast. I'm your host, Pascal, a coach for conscious, creative, and unconventional entrepreneurs. In this space, we'll explore solutions to move through the blocks that can often keep us away from living our most creative life. You'll also hear stories from inspiring people just like you and how they were able to redesign their life and their business mindfully. I've created this podcast because we need more conscious leaders like you. Together, we'll help you unlearn old programming, ground into your truth, and take action confidently on what truly makes a difference. I'm really grateful that you're here. Let's dive right into this episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today's conversation is very important and I'm really glad that you've decided to join me here. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. My name is Pascal. I'm a coach for creative, spiritual, and conscious entrepreneurs. So if you're looking for a way to grow a mindful business, one that really supports the life that you want to be creating and takes into consideration who you really are, then you're in the right place. You're listening to the right podcast. I'm super, super grateful that you're here. So today's conversation is around another creative block power couple, as I've named them. So it's going to be around indecisiveness and the fear of commitment. And if you haven't listened to the previous episode, we were exploring perfectionism and procrastination. And what we're doing in this season of the podcast is that we are looking at creativity in many different angles. We are talking about the many different blocks and anxieties and traps that get on our way and we are also exploring solutions. So if you enjoyed this episode, you will most likely enjoy the previous one. And if you want to stay with me for the rest of this season, we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome, hustle culture and scarcity mindset. We're going to be talking about our desire for freedom and our need for control. And we're also going to be talking about the fear of rejection and our fear of being seen. And most likely we're going to explore more blocks, but for now, this is what I'm envisioning for this season. So as I said, the block that we're going to dive into today is indecisiveness and our fear of commitment. So making decisions, overthinking decisions. Uh, we're going to talk about how to simplify the whole process of making a decision so that you can really feel more confident about the choice that you make and not get stuck so much in your head or rely on external sources. It's a crucial part of entrepreneurship and it's really essential when it comes to choosing to step away from hustle culture and to welcome more flow in your business. So Actually, I also released a new library on the website. It's a free library where you'll find four guides to help you redesign your life and your business more mindfully, to help you simplify things, to create a bit more space for the life that you actually want to create. And you're also going to be understanding how to bring more flow, how to make easy decisions around you as well. So those guides are free. I might decide to add more guides in this library uh, as we move through the year, but I'll leave a link in the show notes if you want to grab the guides. 
So getting back to our conversation for today, and again, I'm really glad that you've decided to be here today because I know this is something a lot of you struggle with, not knowing and feeling confused. And you might have heard that from me before, but I really believe the main reason why you might be feeling confused or unclear in your business or in your life in general It's not always because you lack clarity, it can be, but sometimes it's more because you're struggling with the whole process of making a decision and sticking to it. So a decision that is right for you, a decision that you feel confident about. So sometimes it's not so much that you don't have any clue about what to do. You might have a few ideas, you might have a few solutions, but you're not sure how to choose. And you might also be scared of committing to something. It can feel a bit constrictive. And for a lot of us that value freedom and creativity, committing to something can feel overwhelming. It can feel stressful. And we're going to say it, boring also. But the thing is that committing to something can often be a way to find more freedom. And we're going to talk about that today. So we're going to talk about making decisions finding what's right for you, finding out if it's a yes or a no, feeling confident about the decision that you're making, also making the decisions a bit more easily and quickly because we can spend so much time in our heads just thinking about the pros and the cons and going back and forth, back and forth between scenarios, just wondering if it's the right decision, the right move. And that's draining. And not only it's so draining... But it creates even more brain fog and more confusion and it makes the whole process of making a decision even more difficult because the more you think about it, the more confusing it can get. So I want to offer some support if you feel indecisive, maybe it's in general in your life or in your business, maybe it's about something specific right now. Maybe you're wondering, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I, and you've been through the pros and the cons so many times that it just feels like a blur. I see you. I understand you. And, you know, being confident in your decision-making process is essential in business and it's essential in your creative process as well. So as you listen to the episode, just keep a few questions in mind. As always, this is just an invitation to be curious and to observe not to judge anything. These questions can also be a good starting point for a journaling session if you want to. And if you're new here, the reason why I share some questions at the beginning of each episode is because I would love for you to, yes, listen to what I'm saying uh, and what I'm sharing, but also really reflect on what it means for you and how you can apply anything that resonates with you in your life and in your business. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to help you find what works best for you. So just some food for thought, some clues to uncover what's right for you. So be curious, observe any thoughts that you may have while you listen. My questions for you today are, do you tend to go back and forth, back and forth on your decisions to a point where you end up feeling dizzy? Also, Do you find yourself turning to outside sources to make a decision? Asking your partner, your friends, your family, your coach, your cards. And finally, 
If you take an honest look at how you're spending your time and your energy right now, what are you really committed to? What are your real commitments? All right, so let's dive into today's conversation. I want to start by just saying that entrepreneurship can be such an unsettling path when you're not grounded. It's easy to get sidetracked. It's easy to go in multiple directions. It's easy to get influenced by all the advice that you can get on social media, everywhere. And there's so many ways of doing something, but it doesn't mean that it's right for you. And also the the thing that I want to mention now is that there's no ultimate right or ultimate wrong decision. There's just the right decision for you and the right decision right now. We can put so much pressure on our shoulders to figure out the right decision and also thinking there is one. And the thing is that we rarely make a decision that will have a huge negative impact on us when we really choose from a place of truly knowing ourselves and truly respecting who we are. And as you probably know, any decision that we make comes with a lesson. Some lessons just hit a little harder than others. And these lessons are usually coming from a decision that we made not from an impart place. It was not a decision that truly respected our nature or our identity or values. I think that when the lesson hits hard or where, when the consequence is a little more difficult, it's usually a sign from the universe, from source, from a higher power that you're not honoring yourself. It's like a friendly reminder, not really friendly, but it's a reminder that you're not being true to yourself. It's just redirecting you. And if you want, you can even bring to mind a decision that you made that had a negative impact on you. I'm sure at the core of it, the choice that you made wasn't really aligned with your truth. Maybe maybe you judged yourself, maybe you judged what was authentic to you and you made a decision around something that felt right for someone else or for the society. And that brings me to the most important point of making the right decision for you and creating a simple decision-making process. And it's knowing yourself. It's knowing the real you and your true identity. And it's a huge part of the work that I do with my private clients at the beginning of our journey. I've decided to create a 90-minute session around it as a kickoff session to really dive into who they are before diving into the business or their project. So we're spending time to be curious about uh, their identity. We're using tools like astrology, numerology, human design, their Enneagram, Myers-Briggs test. We're also talking about their life story, their cultural background, their values, their purpose, what they overcame, what they learned. And we're getting some clues around their identity to really um, be clear about who they are so that we have this inner compass to make easy decisions in business. So I would really invite you to do the same. And again, I just mentioned some tools here. What's important there is not to use all of them, is to use the ones that resonate with you. So just be curious, see 
what comes up for you, what sounds true, what sounds authentic, because the idea behind this exercise is to start clarifying what's a yes and what's a no for you. And the clearer you are on what's a yes and a no, the easier it's going to be for you to make decisions and make them more quickly and also with more confidence. When you learn to be curious about your identity and about you and you clarify what feels authentic, what feels true, you're not going to find yourself seeking for external validation or advice so much or you won't find yourself getting stuck in all those scenarios in your head. And it's the same for your business. Just clarifying what's a yes and what's a no, what's on brand and what's off brand. And maybe from there, just coming up with agreements, it could sound like I'm someone who does this. I'm someone who thinks that. I'm someone who believes in this or that. I'm someone who loves or hates this or that. So what's a clear yes? What's a clear no? What is aligned with your identity? What's not? And something I just want to bring here is, of course, we change, we evolve, but some things are really at the core of our essence. So just be curious. And it seems simple, and it is in a sense, but it can be a very challenging exercise. So if you'd like a guide through the process, well, you know, I'm here to help. We can spend time together during our coaching partnership or a workshop. So if you're curious, just reach out. We'll see if this is the right support for you at the moment. But um, getting back to what I was saying, this process will help you shift from making decisions just from your head and getting stuck in your head and stuck in all those scenarios and all the pros and the cons to allowing your heart and your soul to speak. So your intuition to guide you. And the more you're grounded in your truth, in your identity, the easier it's going to be to hear your intuition and to let it guide you. And some questions you might want to consider when you're making a decision could be, is it coming from fear or is it coming from love? Is it helping me stay away from what I want to avoid Or is it helping me get closer to what I desire? And those are two very, very different things. Choosing out of love for yourself or out of fear of judgment or fear of rejection or fear of anything really. So choosing something that will bring you in the direction of your desire or choosing something that helps you kind of run away from what you don't want is really different. It sounds similar, but it's not. And it comes back to an important question about what you truly desire. What do you truly desire? And being honest with yourself. Sometimes choosing out of love and choosing something that will bring us closer to this desire, it's going to bring up fear. But if you're being curious about it, it's usually... A story that you're telling yourself where it's a limiting belief. Um, so just let's take an example actually with business. So let's say that you want to launch your business. Maybe you want to launch a new service, whatever that is, and you feel unclear and confused. If we dig a little deeper 
I'm sure you already have some ideas or um, solutions around that business or that new service that you want to launch. But you're unable to choose because your head is just clouded by what your business should look like and the services that you should offer. And if you're not mindful about this whole process, you might jump right into creating something because that's what other people do. That's what other copywriters or designers or writers or healers do. But it's not truly what you want to be doing. And down the line, if you go down that path, it's going to bring more confusion because you're going to need to make other decisions that are based at the core of it. It was based on something that was not even aligned with with you and what you want. Which brings me to another piece of guidance that I want to provide to you today. And it's creating criteria for decision making. So once you're a little more clear on who you are deep down and your identity and what's authentic and true to you, what's a yes, what's a no, and what you really, really desire, what comes from a place of fear, what comes from a place of love, I would really invite you to see how you can list some criteria. And of course, always staying flexible. Like I said, we always evolve. It's just creating some kind of guideline um, so that you don't have to be making the same kind of decision over and over and over again. So when you're creating that list of criteria, what you're doing is that you're making the decision once and you're just going to go back to that guideline to make any other decisions that are similar. And by reducing the number of decisions that you're making in a day, it's just such a great way to manage your energy. And honestly, I'm sure your energy is way better spent on something else in your life or in your business. So it's just about making things more easy on you and creating criteria so that you have no-brainer kind of decisions to make. And going back to your inner compass, so the first exercise that I walked you through a bit earlier, so what's authentic, what is not, there's a way to look at it um, in order to create some questions for yourself so that you can use those questions as a guideline to make decisions. So for example, if you um, highly value connection, well, one of your questions when you're making a decision could be something like, is it helping me create deep connections with my clients? Or if you really value freedom, for example, and you have to make a decision, you could just choose to ask yourself, is it going to help me create more freedom in my life or more freedom in my business or in my day? So really be curious, just go back to that exercise, look at the tools that I've mentioned, see what resonates with you, see what are the important values, what are the important um, traits of your identity, and see how, like I said, you can create questions to just guide your decision-making process. And talking about criteria again, you might know this already, but seven years ago I decided to start my journey to a more minimalist lifestyle because I wanted to travel full-time and there was a lot of big and tiny decisions to make you know asking myself what am I going to keep what I'm going to sell what I'm going to give what's really essential to me because I needed to 
sell most of my belongings in order to be able to travel easily with like one or two luggages. And if I didn't know myself, if I didn't have those criteria, I'm pretty sure I would still be here now, seven years later, just wondering if I should sell that lamp or give away that shirt. I really had to find ways to make this simple and easy. And along the journey, I realized that the same process applied to my business. So as I was decluttering my life, I started using the same process for my business as well, understanding what I wanted to keep, what I wanted to change, and I had to create those criteria. So whether it's for your life or your business, there's an important process here to declutter wherever you're at. And I'm not saying that minimalism is the way to go um, or that you should have a specific amount of shirts in your wardrobe, really not. But you have to figure out what truly needs your attention and your energy. And for example, clothing is not a decision that I want to spend my time on or my energy on on a daily basis. And because of that and because of my lifestyle, because I usually travel so much, it needs to fit certain criteria. It needs to be versatile and timeless. It needs to, you know, not wrinkle and be um, go with multiple different outfits And you can apply the same logic to what I'm seeing here to many things. You can apply that to furniture, you can apply that to decor, you can apply that to your branding, just really choosing and committing. This is my style. These are the brands that I choose to support. This is my price range. And when you do that, when you have that guideline, you won't have to be making all those decisions every day. So again, I'm really inviting you to create your own guideline, your own set of criteria and do it for your business as well, for the type of client that you want to to be working with, for the type of services or products that you decide to offer, for the content that you choose to create for your platforms, for the platforms that you choose to be on. And I just use the word choose Because ultimately, this is your choice, what you want to be doing with your business. There's no ultimate right or ultimate wrong again. It's just what's right for you and what's right right now. So be curious about what takes a lot of your energy. For example, maybe you always find yourself working with people that are not a good match for you, but you always end up saying yes. And that might be because you don't have this clear guideline to just well guide you and this is a good place to start you know creating a list of criteria for your dream client and for your nightmare client if you will so a clear yes and no and really creating this list from your heart taking a look at your identity taking a look at what you truly truly want and desire so that whenever you have this new um, well potential client that reaches out and you get on a first call, you don't have to think so much with your um, your mind or your logical mind because you've already done the work. Again, you've already made the decision before when you created that list. So now it's just a matter of asking yourself, do they fit my dream 
list or do they fit my nightmare list? And if they don't fit your criteria for the type of person that you want to be working with, then it's a matter of working on the trust that you have in yourself that saying no will just create more space for the right client to reach out. And I know it's scary. I hear you. But if you keep saying yes to the wrong kind of person, you're basically you know, sending a message to the universe that this is what I want. And a funny thing that's going to happen, I can guarantee it because it's happened so many times in so many different situations. But once you create that list, when you decide this is a yes and this is a no and you commit to it and you're ready to say no, the wrong person will reach out. It is going to happen. It is going to test this commitment that you've made with yourself. And it's quite fascinating, actually, but it always works this way. You know, for example, you could be ready to quit your job and your boss decides to promote you or you're ready to let go of a behavior or a pattern and then you attract the exact situation that really triggers you. So be aware of that. Be curious, just observe, but... Stand your ground and commit to what you truly, truly want. Commit to your desires, not your fears. And talking about commitment, it can be pretty scary to commit to something that you want. But when you're unclear about what you want and who you are, what you're doing is that you're unconsciously committing to so many things that don't serve you. You're spending your energy and you're diluting your focus in many different ways that don't really support the life that you want to create. So committing to yourself and committing to what you want is going to help you find more freedom. If you're scared that committing will end up being something boring, then let's work on that. Let's work on bringing more playfulness and being more creative, but it has nothing to do with the commitment that you've made. I hope this was helpful. I hope this gives you some tips to make decision-making easier on you. We've explored a few different solutions. Um, I'd be curious to know which one you're going to try this week. But the first one was the most important one. It was knowing yourself and maybe building that inner compass that I've talked about. And again, it's something that we could do together if you'd love some support. The second piece of advice was being curious about the difference between a choice that comes from love, so getting closer to what you want, or from fear, so avoiding what you don't want. And the third uh, piece of advice that I gave to you today was creating that guideline, so having that set of criteria to to make just the whole process much more easier on you so that you don't have to be making the same decision over and over again, but you're just making it once. Thank you so much for listening. I'm grateful that you're here. And again, my free library is available to you. The link is in the show notes. You're going to find four guides that are free that were designed to support you with decision-making as well. So around your identity and your personal rhythms and simplifying your business and also creating boundaries. So really by getting to know yourself and understanding how you function and then streamlining parts of your business, decluttering parts of your business so that you can focus on what truly matters. 
Um, so this way you have a structure to help you with the decision making, but also you have less decisions to make. So the link will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening again, and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Change Your Latitude podcast. I'm really grateful that you're here and I would love to connect with you. You can find me at changeyourlatitude.co to learn more about my coaching partnerships and also book a free discovery call. That's also where you can sign up to join Letters to a Wildflower, my bi-weekly newsletter where I share business and mindset guidance and also journal prompts to help you navigate entrepreneurship. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media and with a friend that might need the conversation. I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or a rating on any podcast platform. It really helps the podcast grow and reach more people that might need this message. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you soon.